0: the college football experience, bowling green Falcons, 2023 season preview episode on oh, the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by edge boost edge boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sports podcast.com slash edge to get started today. Rosso brought to you by bird dog shorts. The world's greatest shorts are hooking you up with a free Yeti style tumbler. When you order over at bird slash pool. Once again, that's birddogs.com slash Remember, as always, you better start thinking about yours.
1: This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN Let It Ride.
0: Oh, I am glad to be talking BG. Uh, I enjoy your interpretive dance over there, BG baby. <laughs> All right, let's go folks. Hopefully you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash college experience. As we continue to go team by team, 133 teams door by door, like the Avon lady Patty C <laughs> we are doing it. And uh, look, if you're wondering just who the hell is yelling at you. Well, my name is Colby swing at database Dan, AKA pick Dundee, that's not a pick, this is a pick.
2: He was raised in the land
0: down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his
3: fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened,
0: he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would've killed a normal man, but nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, it's like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Mm-hmm. That's what you gotta do. That's what you gotta do in the game of football. Well,
1: All right? That's what Scott Leffler did after a couple of clunkers. Yeah, but got he...
0: on with his life. Scotty Leffler, isn't he, like best friends with Tom Brady? Is he? I think he is. He, think was he was a grad at...
1: assistant when Brady yeah. was at Michigan. Yeah, I think Almost. he is. That makes life easier. He probably
0: passed him the tequila when he was on the yacht. Hell, you know what I mean? Uh, who knows? I got to do a deep dive on that yacht party after the super bowl. All right. I'm excited to talk BG football though, because this was a program that was rolling when I was first getting into college football. This program was doing damn good things. Patty C in my mind. And I know I got to introduce you and that's rude of me to just say that you're here without introducing you, but I'm I'm known to be rude. (laughs) And, uh, Patty C, this is a, a a national championship program in my opinion 1985 National Champs had the same record as the Oklahoma Sooners who uh, and they didn't play believe it or not they did not play so look Alabama can float these national championships and all these other schools Texas uh, what Texas did what Texas did what in 1970 we're like yeah we we uh we had the same record as Notre Dame we played Notre Dame in what was considered the national championship we lost but uh, we're still national champions. We're still national champions. Let's just put it up there. We're national champions cuz everything is bigger in Texas including your losses apparently. Um, uh, Bowling Green 85. They had the, they had the same record. They had the same record as the Oklahoma and they didn't play. You know what? I'm deeming you national champions. Put it up on the put it up there. You got it. Hang it. We're going. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for Farmer. Farmer JMU Duke defensive back. The burrito eatin'! Sideline kiss stealin'! Wheelin' the dealin'! Patty C in the place to be! Hi! Well! Yeah, man. Let's go. Yeah, bud. Let's go. Let's go. Urban Meyer. Greg Brandon. Uh, Dave Claussen, Dino Babers. Nice. This program's got a rich history. It's Let's got go. a rich history, man. Let's see how far back. Don Naylin? Oh, Don Naylin gotta start there. Let's go, Neeland. 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 i You're making me sound. Yeah. Nick Nick Saban. I like Nick <laughs> Saban. Uh, we are joined by third man in the. Like I'm honored to have this guy. Anytime you're talking Mac. Any. Uh, actually, not even Mac football. It could be Mac anything. I probably like a, a Mac game of Chinese checkers. This guy probably will have a lowdown scoop on it. Um, Give it up for Alex Shear, host of the CSC podcast, which is all action all the time. How you doing, Alex? Doing
3: great. A little bit of a fun fact for you about Bowling green football. You're talking about national championships. I got to throw one out for you. Yes. 1959 Bowling green won the small college division national championship in football. The year after the Ohio Bobcats won it in 1960, two Mac teams back to back won the small college division national championship that, so That's Bowling a national Green championship. does have a football championship. That's what I'm saying P- that is, do, do, do they honor that one? Do they put that one up? I believe it. I believe it's in Dwight Perry. Yeah. It's, they it's it. not talked about. It's not talked about very often because it was considered a small college division, but that was before they did the official FBS, yeah. FCS, you know, whatever. But yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's claimed in the record book. So well, a little well, fun f- uh, history uh, for you.
0: Anyone that would dispute that I say, well, what's, what's your, some of your national championships out there. And I, when I say some, I mean like 70, all right, are all, oh yeah. Oh, yeah the, uh, the uh, Waterloo, D- Waterloo, Iowa, uh, the, the register, the Waterloo register uh, yeah. deemed deemed uh, Iowa national champions in 1918. And we're a uh, national oh. champions. So own it, baby. Own it. Yeah, we're bringing, yeah. we're bringing natties to the Mac. All right. And we're a publication. So please. Uh, Bowling green, feel free to uh, call me and I will, uh, if you need anything written or signed, uh, we we can do that. We can provide that folks. uh, We are here to talk Bowling green football and you know, Scotty Leffler, we gave him a hard time because some of those games were out of hand when he first came into Bowling green. But I I think, you know, any, uh, any Bowling green fan would probably tell you or anyone that covers the max say Alex Shear will tell you that he didn't walk into the greatest scenario uh when he entered uh you know Bowling Green Ohio what, what, what's your take on the leftler era is is he on the hot? like if he has a bad season this year do you think he's you think he could get canned or do you think this is an investment
3: this is an interesting year right I think I, I think looking at what he's done he's uh last year they went six and seven they did finish five and three in Mac play which I, which I think is a key statistic uh he's 13 and 29 overall. As a head coach here at Bowling Green, when when he took over, you know he followed up guys like Dino Babers, you know Mike Jinks. There was an era of great where they where they upset Northern Illinois and MAC championships, and then a really dark, dark, dark era of <laughs> yeah. Bowling Green football starting to get scared. Um, just talking about it. Right. It, it was, well, I mean, orange and brown, you know, Halloween colors, a little spooky, yeah. but the, uh, but, I, but I, so I think for this is, this is a pivotal year. He, in in his last four years, he's two and two against their chief rival, the Toledo rockets. You always feel better when you beat your rival. Yeah. I think, you know, that, that saves a lot of jobs. You look at Ohio state, Michigan, you know,
0: that's yeah, that about the fire. They're about to fire Ryan day. Uh, or they're talking like, I don't think they're about to fire, but the, the fan base wants him right. fired and he's Won't won like he's 98% of his games. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So it's, <laughs> you know, those, those are, those are critical. I think you have to go at least 500 this year. Um, or if you don't go 500, you have to beat Toledo either way. It's this, this is an interesting year. I don't want to say it's a yes or no make or break year, this is a very peculiar year because they've been on the rise.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be interesting. We're going to talk all about it. Bowling green Falcon football. We're going to break down the offense, the defense, the transfer portal and the schedule game by game. Cause that's what we do on the college football experience. Uh, but first want to tell you that the bowling green Falcons, 2023 season preview episodes brought to you by edge boost. Edge boost is the world's first bet. Now pay later visa card. Edge currently offers up to $2,500 in betting advances, which can be an extremely valuable tool. Uh, Imagine what you can do with an increased bankroll, get down on some of your favorite futures, perhaps without tying up your bankroll for months, you know, double down, maybe on a favorite you like, maybe you like Bowling green on the over or the under you want to go all in. Right. Or you can use an, uh, you know, you can create an awesome middle or, or even hedge, even though I would never do something like that because we don't believe in it. But Hey, people are different and that's the beauty of planet earth. Um, but look, edge boost isn't some sleazy loan shark. This isn't uh, that movie kill the Irishman, uh, that I think takes place in Ohio. Yeah, uh, if yeah I believe.
1: Uh, right. look, you don't got to yes.
0: worry about, you know, coming out of uh, you're hanging out with your, uh, with your brother and you're at the old bowling alley. And next thing you know, you're getting, a uh, you know, I don't know, pool stick to your head. I don't know, but Louisville slugger to to the head. You don't got to worry about that because uh, a, you know, uh, they're not a sleazy load shark, but also they charge 0% interest. Yes. What? How's that possible? Yeah. That's what they do. They're fantastic. They're not Look, they're a good company because yes, they're trying to, to, to be successful, but at the same time, they're not trying to get over on you. And that's half the battle. Cause back before, you know, you lose a few bets, you start, you start borrowing money. You don't got next thing you know, uh, you know, loan shark is not only he owns you, he owns a percent every week. You don't pay. You're going deeper into that hole. Next thing you know, you're living under an alias in Albuquerque, New Mexico or something, you yeah. know? Uh, and that, that's, that's, that's what we, we they're not yeah. trying don't to do that for Don't become so good. Yeah, don't be cause. Yeah, exactly. I uh, didn't realize I just did the whole uh, breaking bad screenplay right there. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> um, anyway, Edge Boost it can really be a part of a responsible gambling plan as you set up uh daily, weekly, monthly limits across all your betting accounts in one place. Support SGPN and grow your bankroll by going to slash edge once again that slash edge You must be 21 years or older to use problem with gambling call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, we are back on the bowling green 2023 season preview. Funny thing you mentioned that Petty C. We're talking breaking bad for a second when I ra- read that ad. And I, uh, I was in Albuquerque in like 2017 or 18 and I had some time to kill. Uh, I was waiting to, to meet up with a friend and, uh, I went to that house. They shot breaking bad and it was pretty hilarious because when I went there, I went, I got out the car to take a photo uh, of the house. I didn't go on the property or anything and they came running out to me the owners of the house and uh asked if I if I would please not film and and uh, then they went on to explain what well, they thought I was bringing a pizza. So there's a scene in in Breaking Bad uh, where the Walter White aka Brian Cranston throws a, a a pizza on the roof of the house and apparently everyone in the neighborhood or kids at, at in high school have been doing this prank to the real owners of the house so they have like multiple. They have to hire someone to go up on the roof to get rid of all the pizzas. So they were, they were fearful that I was going to bring some pizza. Once I explained that I don't have any pizza with me, they let me film, even though I didn't really all I it was a photo. I wasn't, I'm not a super fan here, but uh, anyway, I thought that was a pretty hilarious story. Uh, so if you're in the Albu- Albuquerque area, feel free to throw a pizza on the roof of that. Ha- no, I'm joking. Uh, um, anyway, Bowling green football. This is my comparison. Uh, they're like, they're a lot like breaking bad. They're awesome. When they're awesome, they're awesome, and well, <laughs> I'm trying did. to find <laughs> what can I do to make this work. They broke yeah. real
1: bad under Mike Jenks.
0: Yeah, yeah. you get a running back yeah. coach in uh, there with there no head go. coaching that, that, that's, experience. That's yeah. why we pay you the big bucks. <laughs> All right, uh, they did break bad uh, there with Mike Jenks. Now Leffler's battling back. Got him to a bowl, but didn't get the bowl win. Patty C. Uh, you know what, what? They lose a ton, though. I mean, uh, let's let's talk about the portal first. Uh, Departures, offensive lineman Jalen Grant goes to Purdue. That's tough. Safety Jordan Anderson goes to UCLA. Chip Kelly, wide receiver Tyrone Broden goes to Arkansas. Linebacker JB Brown. And I don't think any relation to the old Dolphins cornerback, but uh, he went to the Kansas Jayhawks. Cornerback Davon Ferguson went to Georgia. Georgia Southern took that midnight train to Georgia. And cornerback Marcus Shepard went to North Dakota State to, with the buys on. Uh, that's substantial losses. Four of those are Power Five schools. The other one, Georgia Southern, you could make the argument uh, that that. They beat Power Five schools yeah, routinely. I mean, and North Dakota State uh, only is that, like the second coming of the UCLA Bill Walton teams, I feel like, in the <laughs> FCS. Uh, anyway, incoming, very short list. Leffler, I know he's been recruiting a lot better at Bowling Green from the Jinx era to the Leffler era. I, it's almost like he's pulling a little Davo Sweeney action here. I don't believe in the portal, but I love uh, I'll take Connor Brazelak uh, <laughs> because that's what happens. He Connor, Connor Basilak, who started at Mizzou two years ago in Indiana last year is coming in. He also brought in defensive lineman Hunter Dayo from Iowa state. And that is it. They haven't won a league title since 2015. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say they lost the transfer portal. I would be curious, Alex, your thoughts. But
1: did we give Alex a proper intro here or yeah. We did. Okay. I'm I'm zoned What's out. What's going here. on over here? I'm looking at maps over here. I'm drinking these. Drink, beers. Looking
0: at maps. What are you driving somewhere?
1: I don't know. I, I, what right. I'm curious about is Bowling Green's distance to Toledo. And obviously Alex at Toledo
0: Yeah, you could just ask him that way. Yeah. Twenty five no to- <laughs> minute drive. It's just I'm curious about that. Right uh, up seventy five. Yep. Yeah, Battle of I seventy five is what they call the rivalry, Paddy See, I'm just uh, curious about that
1: section of the country. You know, it's a lot of Michigan, Ohio stuff going on over there. Uh, I don't want to get your take on that, but we'll get to that later. We will get to well, that. That's where
3: Michigan and Ohio are is this part of the country, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, a lot of that going They're on. they studying there. the map. He's like, turns out Michigan's next to Ohio, right? And what's this, Kentucky? We have a Kentucky in here. Uh, no, but uh, Alex. Uh, Uh, Would you agree that they lost the portal? This is tough, man. I, you know,
3: I think they, they won the portal with the quarterback in terms of bringing in Connor. Uh, I mean, he's got sec experience. He's got big 10 experience. This is a kid who can sling the ball, but he's got one target to throw it to Hilaire. Yeah. That's that's one target. He's got Teron Keith in the backfield. Excellent running back. You know, I want to give him his due. This is a guy who actually, Sealed the victory over, over the Rockets last year in, in the upset at the glass bowl. And that was, that was an incredible back and forth second half of that game. But this is, this is a guy who he, he has nobody to throw to. He's got, he doesn't have Christian Sims anymore. Yeah. Who was the, who was the awesome tight end for the, for the Falcons. He doesn't have Broden who transferred to Arkansas. So this, this is a guy who has, he's coming in similar to the ball state, you know, kind of situation. Great quarterback coming in. Nobody to throw it to.
0: Yeah. I mean, this one might even have more red flags to I me. Mean, let's, let's dive into it a little bit here because um, they only bring back four starters on offense. Three of them are offensive linemen, which is exactly similar to ball state. Uh, they're led by left tackle Cameron Stewart and right tackle. Bring it back, both tackles. I always feel like that's always somewhat good for if you're a quarterback. Like to see yeah, that, he's yeah. like, oh, okay, I'm on board. I was about to go to uh, you know uh, Indiana State, but now that I see both both tackles are back, um, uh, Alex Walschlogger. That that's definitely definitely that's a, a guy that has gotta be yeah. a liquor in in Europe. I'll take two Walschlagers and. Uh, and uh, you know, German. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's definitely a, a beer. German that's beer it, maybe. Yeah. That's uh, you go to beer fest. You definitely might not remember this, but you did have a Wolfschlager. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> their only returning starters. We were alluding to other than those offensive linemen is uh day Hilaire, who is a beast wide receiver. wide receiver for them. They do bring in a Boston, a Boston college transfer from, I think the year prior, right. And Dalen Menard at the running back mm. spot, who, who, uh, might have an impact on this offense but this offense was 97th in scoring offense a year ago 120th in rush offense but yeah I mean that's not that's not uh, setting the world on fire 52nd in pass offense 107th in total offense but Matt McDonald's gone but Basilak comes in he's competing we we talked about this before um you know he he he's competing for for the quarterback position with with uh, Camden Orth um uh, offensive coordinator, they do them they do the dual offensive coordinator. That's a thing in 2023. All right. To protect mean, you when one go when one gets promoted, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or fired. You're like, ah, you know, that was all Greg that was doing that. Well, Greg uh, Nossel, uh as the OC and also Max Warner. I'm probably butchering Greg's name. Greg, I apologize. And I uh I I I, I wish you the like I just said it was probably Greg that was calling the wrong place. I was just using that as a joke. Um But um I'm curious Your take on the offense? I know you kind of already alluded to it, Alex. A little bit, a little bit more red flags to me than than Ball State because Ball State brought in more guys in the portal that I could trust. How about yourself? Yeah, this is
3: this is going to be an overhauled offense that I don't know if it's going to be overhauled in time. Like this, this is you. You look at what they did last year; they went six and seven. They Bowling Green was a very peculiar team last year. And they lose a lot of that peculiar, peculiarity. Yeah, That's a big yeah, word. I, that is I don't know how to say. Very it, big word. Is
0: that, a, is that a D three school? A, uh, <laughs> uh, I wasn't sure. Right. Uh, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Probably
3: <laughs> it's it's in Massachusetts. Um, the uh, so there's a there's a whole lot of things on this offense that were great when they were great, were terrible when they were terrible. And you lose all of that, so I I feel like you're starting over. You just have to hope that Scott Leffler and his offensive coordinators say, "Hey, this is exactly what we want to do. Let's install it, let's establish it, and make it make it a priority." Because if they don't, the this BG team's in a lot of trouble. Because I don't trust the defense enough.
0: Yeah, let's get to that. Let's get to that. Petty, see you want to. Say anything about the offense there? You talked you to oh, ba- be- Basilak,
1: real quick, is the only quarterback I've ever seen uh, get worse in passing percentage each uh, successive year of his. I mean, that's four years now 71, 67, 65. 55 last year on Indiana after three years in Missouri. Uh, it's on a f- five year plan. Five yeah, 55% completions, 13 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Granted, in Indiana, you're playing against the Big Tenies, so that can skew your stats. But it's not exactly setting the world on fire.
0: Yeah. But I mean, he still has a lot of starts. I do remember a time at, I, I'll be honest. I wasn't impressed at Indiana, but I do remember a time at Missouri where I thought, Hey, this guy's not bad. Uh, so getting him in and, and who knows if he even wins a starting, maybe it's worth, um, but either way, it's going to be something to watch the defense side of the ball though. Uh, defense coordinator, once again, t- double they're, they're going, they got a lot of cooks in the kitchen over there in Bowling green, Steve Morrison, yep. former Michigan guy. I like mm-hmm. this. I get it. I get it. Beckler came from Ohio State, right? So Bowling Green's like, let's get Leffler and Morrison, a couple of Michigan guys. Maybe it'll work out for us. All right. Uh, it seems like uh, it seems like half the state might hate you, but or or maybe the whole state. But uh, <laughs> Steve Morrison and Sammy uh, Lawson, I'm probably butchering that Lewanson. Lewanson. All right. Um, 113th in scoring defense a season ago, you might need to hire more guys um, uh, 90 91st <laughs> in rush defense, 98th in pass defense, hundred and second in total defense. Yeah, I can understand why there's two. <laughs> like I said, I think, I think you got to fix and get this. This is not like ball state. Ball state returns their f- entire front seven. They only returned four starters on defense. Only one on the defensive line with Anthony Hawkins, only one linebacker in Darren Anders and they do bring back both corners in Deshawn Jones and Jordan uh a lot of con. if I'm butchering that I I don't know but anyway they're breaking in con, a, yeah. yeah they're they're breaking in a new kicker and and the punter is back but man there's red flags all over the defense too I know he's been recruiting better so maybe that next talent coming up is, is decent but I have my concerns I have my concerns Patty C how about you on this defensive side of the ball um, I mean,
1: you bring in the Michigan man to run the defense. Uh, and, uh, usually I feel like it goes the other way. Uh, Michigan raids, Ohio for their talent and their coaches and uh, you know, ends up here. Ma- making yeah. it competitive. Yeah. Now they're going up to Michigan to get these guys. I don't think it's gonna work out. Um, I mean, but Lefler proved me wrong last year. Maybe um, he can do it again. That's defensively, the they need they do need to improve.
0: Yeah, best part about life, you know, you can always make us look like an idiot. Um, <laughs> it's not that hard. And uh, yeah, it's not. It's, we'll do it for yeah, you. Very easy. Okay. Sometimes we we serve it to you perfectly. And uh, look, uh, what Alex? Do you think the defense will it be improved? I think it's. I think it might be worse. I, whenever
3: you have to replace a guy like Carl Brooks. <laughs> Good luck. I mean, you know, there's there, there are teams that reload and there are teams that rebuild. When you get a special talent like Carl Brooks in the mid American conference, you got to rebuild yeah. um, that. And because very, very clearly this was, this is a guy who can make plays. He's up in, he's up in green Bay now as yeah. a rookie, yeah. you know, he's, he's, he's going to do really well in green Bay. And I, and I firmly believe that, but that's also a testament of how, just how disruptive he was for bowling green. I mean, you, you go look at his numbers from his whole career. He was one of the most disruptive players his entire career at Bowling Green, not just last year. No, his whole college career. He was a monster. So I think replacing a guy like that who just naturally has it is so difficult. I do think that, you know, Demetrius Hardman is an excellent playmaker at linebacker. Um, Anthony Hawkins. This is a guy who on the line can can make you make you work, make you have to slow him down. I think they're going to rely. They're going to really turn and rely a lot on Darren Anders to step up and be the leader of this defense now that Carl Brooks has gone. And Darren Anders has the tools to do it. I just don't know if the rest of the the defense around him can bring Who's enough that? to support it.
0: Yeah, I got my concerns too. I mean, Darren Anders a name to watch on this defense. Mac always produces great defenders. Uh, look, I mean, John Allford, Western. He was a he was in the Boom. Mac. Uh, uh, Rodney Harrison. Okay. Who's uh, uh so uh, the Jason Taylor? People don't know this. Follow huh. some Mac f- football. Um, yeah, no, studs. I have. I There's have,
3: a guy from Buffalo who's still an active yeah, in the NFL. Yeah. You might know him.
0: Yeah. And he's his name literally is the conference. Um, right. <laughs> K- K- Kahlil, Kahlil Mack. Um, yeah. I mean, they got guys, man. They got guys. So don't just think because they're playing on a Tuesday, Wednesday, that they don't got guys cause they got guys. And uh, yeah, I don't know. We're going to dive into it. We're going to go game by game on the schedule because I, I think there's a, there's a little room for concern here if you're a Falcon fan. But maybe, maybe we can find a way where they can get back bowling where they should be. Uh, Before we get to that, though, I want to tell you that the college football experience, Bowling Green Falcon previews brought to you by bird dogs. Yes, bird dogs make you look good. All right. No, I'm not talking about actual bird dogs. I'm talking about bird dogs. The company sketch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer with bird dogs uh, through their thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. I mean, this is built. This is like perfect for Schwarzenegger, I feel like, right? Mm-hmm. This was like just that you, you put these on, you're gonna start. You're gonna start looking like Schwarzenegger. You're gonna be walking around. Next thing you yep. know, might run for governor. Yeah. All right, Your uh, shoulders you, and chest yes, magically grow. Yes, you got all this good stuff going on here, and uh, you you develop a Austrian accent. <laughs> and for some reason, a science fiction movie decides to uh, to to go Cash in the future <laughs> and not explain not explain the accent and Skynet. They don't explain that Skynet is in Austria. I've never <laughs> understood that. This is an easy fix. This is an easy fix. Uh, Please do that uh, in the next terminator guys. Uh, Anyway, uh, I was talking about the, the fine company uh, bird dogs. Look, their shorts, their shorts are are just better than any other shorts out there. They fit way better. Uh, They fit. They don't have like stiff restricting cotton bird dogs fixed this issue years ago honestly, years ago by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks like khakis, but stretches. So, so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice all the movement. It's genius. All right. Bird dogs, uh, uses anti stink sweat wicking fabric also, which I think is just sounds amazing. This one, this sells me, even though I already own I, every time I read this, I think about buying another pair of shorts because this anti-stink sweat-wicking fabric, Patty see this thing is cutting edge, all right. It keeps you cool and dry all day long, so you're not smelling like Robert Downey Jr. in '95, all right. <laughs> you just, you, you just, you just, you're good, you're good, all right. Go to birddogs.com/pool. I feel
2: like
1: smelling like Robert Downey Jr. in '95 would—he
0: was like a full-blown alcoholic. Is my point? But that would have been a party. Did... Yeah, yeah he might have actually been more than an alcoholic, but. <laughs> We're, we don't want you smelling like no, that. You still won, And look, you can win too by putting on bird dog shorts, baby. Go to bird slash pool and enter the promo code pool P O O L for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's bird slash pool for that Yeti style tumbler that uh, Patty C that is a, a, almost like a thermos. Uh, So not, not think a robber, like not, not a male singler. You won't want to, you won't want to, uh, you won't want to take your bird dogs off. I'll tell you that. All right. And, and we promise you, you won't want to take them off. So check us out. All right. We are back on the Bowling Green Falcons preview. Robert Downey Jr. did find a way to win at life. I was not trying to bag at him. Mean, you gotta watch it in 2023. I feel yeah. like everyone thinks next thing you know, you're getting you're getting heat yeah. from,
1: from his agents.
0: I'm saying you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. All right. Um but uh Robert Downey Jr. you're more than welcome to come on the show at any time. Let's get Robert Downey Jr. on. <laughs> uh I was really good friends with uh I was really good friends with you know, my buddy Richard Aldredi, who passed away, but he uh, was good friends with Bob Downey Sr. And he would tell me some crazy stories that make, I, you can't even blame Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> he told me a story. He told me a story that uh, he went to his birthday party, Robert Downey Sr.'s birthday party. Yeah. And I want to say Robert Downey Jr. was like nine or 10 years old. Yeah. And he's like, dude, they laced his Kool-Aid with acid. So he's like nine or ten years old, and he's on acid, and he's just—can you imagine that? Can you can you imagine that? Like, dude, at nine or ten years old, I was watching Maxion. All right, I wasn't I wasn't sitting there.
1: <laughs> you know? Habits are built for life at nine or ten years old. Yeah,
0: no wonder why. No wonder why. But then he look—he still that, talk about overcoming obstacles. Sure. It helped you had your dad in the industry, but damn, <laughs> doing acid at nine or 10 years. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemies. Yeah, uh, anyway, folks, uh, you know, you know who uh, might need to do acid after this is myself because I was wrong on Bowling Green last year. I went back and listened to this episode a year ago and I called for the under and I was way off. So we'll see how we do here. When we look at the schedule What was that number last year, they went six and seven last year's number was actually four and they crushed it. They crushed yeah. it. And I was on the other, I was like, ah, this team's no good. They got nobody. See, said, right, what am I doing? I hosted a college football podcast Faith Leffler Le- at your own, uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Leffler oh, made me look no. like a fool. He, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is probably going to make me look like a fool. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, here we are. The win total. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, the total totals at five, five. So less less than la They won six games last year, but more as the win total. So I don't know. I don't know what, what you make from that Patty C, but I can tell you this week one, all right, you know, blindly blindly. First off, I guess, before I dive into week one, do you think over by me judging the roster without looking at the schedule, I kind of think under again, but I was wrong last year. Uh Alex, what about you? This is
3: tough, man. I uh in, in our own show we did a uh, we did our own previews and I took the under as well. Uh both AJ and I did my co-host. And we got dragged hard oh. by Bowling Green Faithful come <laughs> season end. Um which fair. You know, we, we leave it up so <laughs> well, that you can drag us listening. at the end of the season. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all, all three of them. Um the uh, <laughs> the so we, we listened. We we listened back and it's like man we were really wrong on this because I said Bowling Green would be lucky to win three games, so I, I didn't even give them three. Yeah, yeah. And then they then they made a bowl game, so of course you know we had to attend that bowl game. Like hey, we still support these guys. You know it's a, and it was a quick drive up to Detroit. It wasn't like I had to go to Arizona. Um, but the so yeah, just picking them. I mean, I just I look at this roster and you know I'm sorry I'm trying to blindly do this. I I see I see four and a half wins. Or at the schedule, I see four and a half wins. I don't, I don't, you know. And obviously, half is not a real thing in sports. So I I see four wins, maybe five if if the wind blows the right direction on on a Tuesday night. But I see four wins. I really do.
0: There you go. See, he's honestly host a Mac podcast. Um, uh, uh, Patty C. Well, let me cut you a little slack and cut us a little slack.
1: Uh, their losses. You know there was the seven overtime loss to Kentucky, uh, Eastern Kentucky, that <laughs> hurts. But other than that, forty-five to seventeen loss against UCLA, 45, 14 loss against Mississippi State, thirty-eight seven loss against Buffalo, forty to six loss against Kent State, thirty-eight to fourteen loss against Ohio, and then they get to the bowl and a uh, five point loss against New Mexico State. Jerry Kill. Most of those losses are
0: absolutely Jerry annihilated. Kale. Yeah, yeah, Jerry, Jerry killed killed went for the
1: kill. Meanwhile, their wins: three point win against Marshall, three point win against Akron, four point win against Miami, Ohio, six point win against Central Michigan, four point win against Western Michigan, and seven point win against Toledo. They didn't beat any team by more than a touchdown. They lost a bunch of games by like four touchdowns. Yeah, they're
0: counterfeit. Well, let's get into it because week one. Well, I, I'll, I'll tell you this: if you told me you were going to play Liberty, which is installing a brand new offense, a new head coach, Jamie Chadwell, who's fantastic. Yep. But if you told me you were going to take on the flaming libs, the Liberty flames, which I like to call it. We, we like to call them the flaming libs um, because they're, they're they're It fits. They're, it's, yeah. It's it fits perfectly. Go watch that documentary. description uh, about <laughs> their
1: views. Yes. In the world. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, but uh, they go to Williams stadium in Lynchburg to take on the Flaming libs. If you told me they had to play them at any time, I would say I'd rather play them at week one than any other time in the year. So that is a little bit of a break. However, I think Jamie Chadwell and Liberty, Liberty spends like they're an sec school. Yeah, They act like they're an SEC school. If you dive deeper on that one too. Uh, uh, So I'm on the flame and libs week one at William stadium in Lynchburg, Virginia. Uh, Alex, what are you doing here?
3: I think this is tough, man. You got You got to go on the road against a solid Liberty team, Liberty team who lost a two point game to Toledo in the bowl game the previous year um, down at the Boca Raton bowl. Um, I don't know much about Liberty and who all they're returning starters wise, things like that. But as you mentioned, I mean, they got a great coaching staff. This is a tough team. You got to go into their place. Liberty's fired up after a great season last year. I think this is a. I think this is a battle. But I think Liberty takes it.
0: Those fans show up too, man. Those this place yeah, gets do. lit. Uh, basketball yeah. too. Uh, like they, they just have a good fan base. Patty, see what are you doing here at, at Williams Stadium? Liberty is gonna spank
1: them. It's gonna be one of these forty to six games. And wow. They, yeah. Wow. I mean, Jamie Chadwell will have something figured out at least by week one, and their talent level will outclass Bowling greens.
0: Well, they bounce back to the Doit Doit Perry stadium uh, on Saturday, September 9th. Take on Eastern Illinois. Tony Romo's alma mater. All right. Jimmy Garoppolo. Could they have the next uh, backup quarterback that uh, dates porn stars? Perhaps. (laughs) Perhaps? I don't know, Uh, but um, uh, this is a win, right? We're on board with the win here. Uh, I think they get it done, but obviously they lost to an FCS last year. So, but Eastern Kentucky is a lot better than Eastern Illinois. Two and
3: nine last year at the
1: FCS. You
0: got to take, you got to take Bowling Green here. Uh, Alex, what are you doing here?
3: I'm taking, I'm taking the Falcons, you know, it's uh, this is, this is their home opener. This is against an Eastern Illinois team who just has not been good, Um, who did almost beat Northern Illinois last year, just for the record. That's true. That Um, is true. I watched that. They, uh, they did almost beat them. So, I mean, you know, we're, we're seeing a lot of these, these FCS teams come up and they jump up and try to compete and they, they do a great job. So hats off to all those FCS programs that do come in and compete. But I think that Bowling Green, you know, they're licking their wounds after week one, they come in, they're refocused and they're ready to, ready to handle business against Eastern Illinois at the Doit
0: Patty. Yeah, I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. So one and one and then they head to the big house. Show out to this one. Oh shit. There we nice. go. Oh man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Please. play Bowling Green. Please win this game. <laughs> this would be absolutely hilarious. Wait, who did Bowling
1: Green give a run for their money a couple of years back? Was They it like beat a-
0: Minnesota? Oh,
1: they beat Minnesota. They beat Minnesota. Minnesota. That's right. Yeah. That
0: freaking great. Uh so please yeah. win this game because Michigan shout out to shout out to the, the look, Michigan, they've been in the playoff two years in a row, but sh- they did cancel that series against UCLA. So they're only playing eight power fives. Classic move, classic move, by the way, and, and replace it. you replace it with last year. They played like Hawaii and UNLV or no, this year's UNLV last year was like Hawaii and Colorado state. It was like, there they're was a terrible out of conference. Schedule. <laughs> they and watched
1: it, the sec and they have learned well.
0: Yeah. They're like, Hey, wait, okay. We can get away with They'll this. Go but, to the playoff uh, every year. Michigan's going to dominate them. Michigan's loaded. Everyone came back. They they did an NIL collector that was like a GoFundMe. <laughs> Why don't all the players just put their Venmo on the back of their jerseys? Um
3: but uh Paula uh, UCF from a few years ago at the spring game with the digital code on the
0: uh, on the jerseys. <laughs> you guys remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really like remember
1: God. that story. <laughs> yeah, fucking you
0: a uh, QR code or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hilarious. That is genius. Um uh guys, I hope I mean, I know you're going to the game, Alex, but I kind of want to lay 35 in, in Michigan. <laughs> what do you, you, you think this outcome is going to be? Michigan is 35 and one against Mac teams all time. The one loss came in
3: 2008 against Toledo 13 to
0: 10 on oh, the last oh, second oh, field. goal. I remember that
3: Toledo remember. finished the year three and nine and fired Tom Amstutz at the end of the year. Man, but you got that win. The Wolverines finish this game and they, they improved a 36 and one in, against mid-american conference
0: teams. do mm. you see any chance uh your boy left. Leffler? Leftler's a Michigan guy too. Uh little he knows. Yeah, maybe. He, he knows the
1: blueprints. Maybe Harbaugh <laughs> takes it easier, maybe Harbaugh proves I'm the kingpin quarterback, Ex Michigan <laughs> quarterback. that
0: competitive. I, I think he wouldn't even care that he went to Michigan. All right. Be like I'm better than you. <laughs> um look, <laughs> I think
1: this is this is how uh, Michigan season is going to shape up. They're going to get a little uh challenged by uh uh, ECU out the gates in Ann Arbor, you know, and not produce. No, no, the that's stets. the
0: game they lose.
1: <laughs> well, we'll see about they, that. You
0: know, they well, they well, they've had a history of opening up, opening up to uh, North Carolina schools and, <laughs> and not, taking losses, not uh, grabbing, a, w- grabbing a one game here. history. But yeah.
1: uh, either way, uh, I think the next three games is where Michigan re- establishes their Heisman runs for uh, Blake Corum and uh, who's the other back. Uh, um, Donovan Edwards. Donovan oh, Edwards I
0: you say back. I thought you were going to say quarterback.
3: Oh well it could yeah. be him too. Yeah. Uh, JJ McCarthy. Yeah, McCarthy.
1: Yeah, all three I, of them. I was assuming I
0: was, assuming, I you was assuming you were going McCarthy. So I was like, uh, Well, whoever
1: emerges yeah. as a, I think either way, they're running up stats on UNLV, Bowling Green, and Rutgers all at home. And I think they're going to be merciless in that effort. And, and so I think uh look for this one to be a slaughter fest.
0: Yeah, so we got them all one and two, and then the Ohio Bobcats and Curtis. Curtis Rourke. These are the breaks. Uh, come look Curtis Rourke. Look, I'm a big fan. Uh, no relation uh, as far as I know to Mickey Rourke. And I have not seen Curtis Rourke doing cocaine in the bathroom in Hollywood, but I, uh, I, I'm not going to rule it out, but cause he's a quarterback and he's winning and he was awesome. So uh, potentially that could happen down the road. But um, uh, he's, if he's healthy, which I think he's going to be healthy. I think the Ohio Bobcats and, and, uh, and uh no, I almost said Frank Solich. What's, what's my guy's name? The Tim Albin. Tim Albin, get it done. And, uh and yeah, I got the, so I got bowling green one and four. How about, how about you, Alex, you got Ohio winning this one at the Doit? Yeah. Ohio takes this one. I mean,
3: you got, you just mentioned Curtis Rourke and what he's done down there and all the history of that family. Uh Nathan Rourke, his brother is up in Canada, yeah. you know, kicking ass. So it's like, you know, they've just got a history of quarterbacks in that family history of playmakers. Nathan Rourke or Curtis Rourke, sorry, is uh, coming back this year. He's got something to prove. There's a sour taste in their mouth from not winning the Mac championship last year. They were so close. They've been so close. They haven't won a Mac title since 68. They like they are on a mission this year. It is the I think it's the longest drought in conference uh, in the conference right now. Yeah, because uh, Kent State hasn't won it since 72. So Ohio is. They are on a mission to try to well, win a MAC championship. They are do. They're, they're, they're s- going to run through the East. Safe to say they do. They've due. been like
0: a good program too. man. Yeah. Like I remember, they're,
3: they're, it, they're yeah. in the title a yeah. lot. They just, yeah. You know, they just can't win it.
1: Well, homecoming at the Doit. You know, <laughs> you can't really ignore that. But thirty-eight to fourteen on the last game of the yeah, season no, last year, you can't ass.
0: ignore that either. They're going to get their ass, especially after Michigan. That's a body blow game against Michigan. So, like, yeah. uh, I got them one and three. Then they head down to Bobby Dodd Stadium. Or they drive that in that old Cadillac out there, whatever that, what yeah, kind of car is model that? T or yeah, I don't like know, s- something, something old. S- some swaggy. Um, and uh, yeah. Bobby Dodds in Brent key, he believes it's a turnkey program. He went, he went, he, he played at Georgia tech. Look, I know Northern Illinois went to Bobby Dodd and got a win a couple years ago. Ain't F- gonna, ain't gonna happen here. Ain't gonna happen here. I think Georgia tech's actually going to be a little Jeff Collins. I know Brent key <laughs> is not the sexiest hire, but um, I I do think he's a better coach than Jeff Collins. I think Georgia tech takes care of business might be a little closer than what people think, but uh, I I think GT gets the dub. How about you, Alex? I I, I like GT in this one and
3: not because of any one particular reason. I, I do think they've got a solid coaching staff down there. I mean, that offense and that defense They're they're still finding their, you know, their legs, right? You know, this is, this is a program that they're trying to turn around trying to get to be, nationally relevant again. And, and I, and hats off to them. I think that they can use this Bowling green game as a tune up Bowling green. However, I do think they get an opportunity to make this a little bit more interesting. Like you said, this is, you know, you, you lose the Michigan game. So you're kind of in the hunt for trying to figure that out. Um, you just lost Ohio. You got the one win with Eastern Illinois. I think they try to make this a much more interesting game and they say, Hey, we're here to play. And uh, I think this is probably a two score loss for the Falcons, but it gets competitive for, for a good while on this one,
1: Patty C Georgia tech, uh seven point loss at last uh, six games, of the regular season, seven point loss against Virginia smoke 41, 16 by Florida state all squeaked by Virginia tech by one Lost to Miami by 21 beat North Carolina by four, lost to Georgia by uh, 23, which actually is kind of respectable, but <laughs> either way, getting rocked most of the time um, and winning close again. So I think Georgia tech isn't capable of beating teams by a lot of points. And I think uh, uh bowling green will keep it close, but I got to go uh, yellow jackets here
0: going yellow jackets. They got back to back away. This schedule uh, gets a little insane right here. Um, they go to Jaegerbaum bomb stadium here in Oxford, Ohio to take on the Miami, Ohio red Hawks. And, and Miami, Ohio, by the way, uh, 47, 25 and five all time against Bowling green, but they did lose a season ago. Revenge is on the mind in Oxford bowling green. Hasn't won in Oxford since 2017. I think Miami, Ohio wins by double digits. All right. You heard it here first, double digits. All right. Yeah, sure. I know that's bold in these crazy, crazy maxing games, but uh, Alex, what do you think here?
3: I remember watching this Miami-Bowling Green game down at uh the Doit Perry last year and I remember being thoroughly impressed with Bowling Green's defense for this game. I think it was a 17-13 final for this one last year. And I think Miami's well they they're, they're ticked. They're like, "Hey, you you kept us out of opportunities to go compete for Mac Championship cuz the the Mac East last year was just just chaos. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. Mac itself is always chaos. But the Mac East especially last year, is just nothing but chaos. I really, really like Miami in this one, if nothing else but for uh Gabbert. I yeah. mean, he, he's such a playmaker. Brett Gabbert just he can he can take control of a game. Um, I think the Mac East this year with with Curtis Rourke and Brett Gabbert is going to be very, very interesting. You got two of the best quarterbacks in the league who have to play each other and their chief rivals. That's that's a whole nother story. I really like Brett Gabbert to take control of this one. He knows what it takes to beat Bowling Green. He can do it. Bowling Green's without some really big defenders. This, this is a big one for Miami and I I see a Bowling Green loss here.
0: I agree and and Alex already said there's a whole lot more to that story. And that story is available by the way cuz he is the host of the CSC podcast College Sports Pod on Twitter. Uh that's all maxing all the time that podcast so what are you doing folks? Get over there, subscribe. Uh Patty C, what are you doing here Let at me Ye throw Bomb Stadium? Let me throw a
1: curveball at you guys oh, and uh, throw a Scotty Leffler a bone. Upset? Upset. I mean is it really they beat him granted that was in Doyt last year? by 4 they Don't. haven't
0: won a Jagerbomb bomb stadium since since you were doing yager Bombs. I feel like since uh, 6 <laughs> since years ago. Like yeah. last
1: night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> look, uh Miami they like honestly, all right. That's a that's a coin flip game and I think this is the when I coin looking, flip. At, looking at the really? rest of the uh schedule, I think this is the 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 50-50 game that I'm going to give them. Maybe not even 50. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm just calling a big upset here, but um I want to throw him a bone and it's their podcast. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw them. You're wearing you,
0: the orange UVA hat. You which, get that okay. W. Okay. Go, go. This Falcons. is in the middle, by the way. I just, I want to point
3: out, I, I do want to point this out. Cause I think it, it's important. Bowling green has only won this game twice since 2014 in Oxford. Oh, no. I think
1: I
0: think a uh, in Oxford. Yeah.
3: Yeah. All right. I'll give him a loss. You guys convinced me. Oh,
1: there
0: we go. See how easy. He's a man of the conviction. Last time they played in Oxford,
3: it was 34-7 in favor of the Red Hawks. Miami yeah. leaves this series by almost by 21 games. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, you there's st- another grain of salt that needs to be taken here that I don't know if we need to dive into, but uh... <laughs> we'll touch
0: on
3: that
1: in a later game. Well well, yeah. well, well, look, <laughs> this is
0: in the process. This is bonkers right here. You don't see this a lot in college football. They are in Atlanta on September 30th. Then they go to Jaegerbaum mm-hmm. Stadium in Oxford on October 7th. And then they go to UB Stadium, the bullpen, to take on the Buffalo Bulls on October 14th. Holy shit, three straight games on the road. This is like the Stones in 69. They're rolling, all right? They're going from city to city. Uh, and. Road Warriors. I got news for you, Patty C. It still ain't going to get the win here. Yeah, uh, the Buffalo's, I, I think Buffalo's all right. I think Buffalo's all right. I, I think Link was bringing back. Cole Snyder's pretzels is going to get it done. It's a close game. 24, 21 Buffalo bulls get the win. Alex seems like you might disagree with me. What are you doing here?
3: Falcons fly and claw up the, is it claws? Is that what they are? Yeah, they got, they got Talons. Oh yeah. Talon, one, Cause their yeah, whole yeah. thing is talons up. You know, we'll call them claws, talons, whatever. Well, don't, yeah. don't be nervous. Scott Leffler's is going to yell at me at a yeah. uh, media day this year. He's like, you should know it's talons. You know, it's whatever yeah. Um, the, uh, it's but like they're going to go in. They're going right. to they're going to claw claw out their eyes. they are going to say, "Hey, oh, no, we're uh, oh, oh. this this is going to be their big. I, I don't want to say their big upset, but this is going to be that upset there that that win. They've gone on a streak at this point. They're like, we've lost, lost, lost. Let's go make a statement, you know? Because at that point, you you were what one in five at this point. Yeah, yeah. You go into Buffalo, and it's like they're not thinking about you. They're like, yeah, we're not worried about a one in five team. You know, how often do we see it happen in Mac play? How do we see in college football? You overlook the team. Who's not doing well. This is a win for the Falcons. It's a close win, but it's a win for the Falcons.
0: Oh, that's a bold take. Patty. See, what are you doing at the bullpen? Mm, No, Uh, I'm going bulls. Going bulls. Yeah. Okay. This guy almost takes Miami Ohio to win and then uh, or to, takes him to beat Miami well, Ohio then,
1: Let me <laughs> say, between one of those two. I think you can't ignore the six and seven. Even though they've squeaked by every team and got blown out by every team they lost to last year. You want year. you want a guaranteed
3: win for me? Scotty left
1: like gets a one
3: done. You ready for a ga- I want to I ga- want to point out though, Buffalo may have blown bowling green out a year ago. I think it was like 38 7. Buffalo barely, barely beat Akron at home the last game of the season. Bowling Green beat Akron last year at Akron. Like, it's this is a, this is a, I don't know, like Buffalo's a hot or cold team. They, they go in, they blow out, um, Eastern Michigan at Ypsilanti last year, and then they barely eke it out against
0: Akron. Should have lost to Akron. Akron was running out the clock. Yeah. 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 What is that? Like, Akron had
3: three or four games they should have won last year, but. Well, that, that
0: that gets me to my next point. I'm kind of bullish on the Akron zips this year. I think they, they, not, not to win the conference, but I think they're going to have drastic improvement. They bring back both I quarterbacks. Think six and six. Yeah. I think they're going bowling. Akron goes in the Doit October 21st and they beat the Falcons. I still have the Falcons at one win. <gasps> Call me crazy. Patty C Joe Moorhead is going into the Doit on October 21st and getting that dub. You can wear all the orange. You want over there. Mm-mm. All right. And it ain't going to happen.
1: No, you're wrong. Uh, they're going to handle the Akron zips. And uh, look, they're going to be sitting at four wins with uh, four. with three wait. games left on the schedule. Wait. One of which, um, wait, 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 you have them having four wins. Already? Eastern Illinois,
0: right? Yeah, that's uh, it. <laughs> Miami, Ohio. No, you didn't. You changed your mind on that. Yeah, okay. we we flipped you. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you committed uh,
3: Miami. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now we're at two. Never mind, you're right. Okay, you signed your national letter of intent for Miami.
1: <laughs> oh, but there's four games left. Two, two, and six at this point in the schedule.
0: Two and six, and you have them beating Akron. So three.
1: Yeah, three, three. Actually, okay. yeah, that'd be uh, so
0: three and five, and I five. have them at one and. Uh, I think they're going to lose this game. You, you got Akron winning this one, Alex. I've got Akron beating Eastern Illinois, beating Buffalo, and I,
3: I really like DJ Irons' year two under, uh, Joe Moorhead for. For Akron, I really like what they can do. Alex Adams is a stud. Yeah, uh, they did just lose one of their best defenders, Bubba. I saw um, that. That's brutal. He he decided not to take the seventh year of eligibility, um, and he's going to go try to do some professional ball. I don't know at what level. I don't know if it's USFL or you know whatever it may be. But you know, hats off to him on a great Akron career. But I really like Akron's defense or their offense this year they're going to surprise some people. I think Akron comes in and wins this game. And I don't think it's particularly close. Although fun fact for both of you, Akron is two and one against Bowling green in the last two years. Joe Moorhead has the lone loss. That's hilarious. So you're going
0: uh, with your boy left on this that, one.
3: That's true. Huh? Leffler did
0: uh,
1: did manage to
0: (laughs) lose. Akron was horrible those years too. One Uh, and eleven. Gosh. uh, Then they get a buy after Akron. Then they they host Ball State. We go listen to our Ball State preview. I already called for Ball State to get this win. So that that second win, that first FBS win for me, it's not coming here. I got them losing this one. Yeah. Patty, see you have them losing it too. We already we already did this one. You had uh, you had Ball State, right, Alex? No, I had I had the Falcons winning this one. Remember? That's right. That's right.
3: Interesting. Interesting. This, was, this was my, because both offenses are breaking in new, new players. I yeah. think it's going to be, this one's going to be a low scoring affair. This one's going to be something ridiculous, like a 17-14 kind of game. That being said, I think that you've got, you've got two quarterbacks who are throwing to unknowns um, pretty much. And it's going to come down to who, who's running backs are better. I think Marquise Cooper is a better running back. However, I think Bowling green has a better run defense.
0: Fair, fair, interesting. So I so, think Bowling Green
3: ekes this one out.
0: You got him with their third win. I still got him at one. Patty C's got him in in the national championship. <laughs> I feel like, but uh, uh, then they they go to Dick Stadium to take on the Golden Flashes, Kent State. This is a win. This is their win. Uh,
1: you know, yeah. I I thought this was a win, but when you look at uh, that was when they had Sean Lewis. He's now with Dion. He says we coming, dude. They were pretty decent last year. I thought it was like uh. And yes, Oklahoma wasn't that good last year, but uh, they kept it within uh, thirty-three to three. They didn't let Oklahoma just race up and down the field on them. Twenty-five point loss <laughs> to a, a
0: thirty-point eleven
1: and two Washington. Uh, only a seventeen loss at Georgia. That like, schedule
0: is insane. That <laughs> schedule is
1: insane. Those all in the first four weeks of the season. were <laughs> are one game against a shitty team. They won sixty-three to ten. Uh, in that, but that stretch, but everyone's Long gone Island, off that right? team.
0: Yeah, everyone's Long gone Island. off yeah. that team, dude. That's why it, it, it's uh, irrelevant uh, to look uh, at last year. Let,
1: let me let me say this, and this is the only <laughs> stat that you might want to listen to. They beat Bowling Green forty to six in Doit <laughs> last year. Okay, <laughs> you want to
0: bet on this game? No. Nah. Why don't you why don't you why don't you put put, put up there? Let's pony up. Right? Let's pony
1: up, Alex. We're gonna you're, yeah you're gonna Wednesday,
0: win. November eighth, Dick Cheers. Stadium. Let's go. Cheers
1: and the winner, uh, yeah. the loser, shotguns a beer on <laughs> camera.
0: Um all that's, right that's no penalty. All um, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um dude, I they they're, they're going to win this one and then they we got the battle of the I75 Toledo going down to the Doit. Look, Toledo is probably going to win the MAC again or they'll be in contention to win the MAC again. And uh Bowling Green won't. And even though this is a rivalry game, sometimes you got to throw out those record books. Uh I don't think Bowling Green's uh, very good and I do think Toledo is good. So I got the Rockets blasting off in uh in in the doit um they went by 17 um I'm
3: going to let you all give your opinions before I Okay. Present. Okay.
1: There you go. Um yeah, I think Toledo is clearly the better team here. I think that they hand uh bowling green their well, Especially if you look at on last a year. Platter.
0: If you look at last year, this is a revenge game, dude.
1: Yeah, that's true. If you're if you're taking uh into account
0: it's last a year. Game. My- this is Toledo's definitely going to win this one.
3: Lock it up. And what was the final in that uh, game last
1: year?
0: Bowling Green won by seven. 42
3: 35. Bowling Green scores a touchdown with nine seconds left to go. 42 yards out from uh,
0: Matt McDonald
3: to, uh, to Ron Keith. A little uh, scoop, scamper, and you score. Can hear,
0: you can hear the pain. You can hear the pain. You can hear the, the pain. Uh, so tell us what's yeah. going to happen. You can, can hear
3: it in the press box. I want to be clear on that. You can <laughs> hear the like the the emotion in the press box was absolutely unreal for that finish because Toledo goes down, they score a touchdown, um, to go up by I think it's by one. Um, they go up by one, and the press box is like, "Oh my God, Toledo's going to pull this out," you know, and just pull it out of their ass. Like, can't believe Toledo went down early hard like they were down by it was like 21 nothing wow battled back yeah battled all the way back took the lead at the fourth quarter 35 34 bowling green takes it down the field scores nine seconds left the press box was just pandemonium <laughs> it was unreal wow. it was the craziest thing i've seen in my life and i've seen some crazy stuff um this was one of the craziest things i've ever seen
0: rivalry games that's that's what it is man rivalry Last games bowl. man
3: it, well Broke it was cool, you know. I think well, and I think it was cool because it was a snowy November night. It was it was a Tuesday night, but the glass bowl had like twenty three thousand people in it. Like yeah, it was it was a rockin'. really cool environment. Max yeah. um, yeah, awesome. was really rocking.
0: Yeah. Uh, so so wait. So you're I mean, it's on you now. Who are you going here? Uh oh. do I even need to ask?
3: So Toledo had from two thousand ten to two thousand eighteen a nine game winning streak and have lost two of the last four in this rivalry game. Hmm. Scott Leffler took over four years ago. I don't think that's a coincidence. I think he understands the importance of a rivalry game, being part of the the rivalry game, Ohio State-Michigan himself. That being said, I think Jason Candle understands what's what's on the line here. His players understand they they hate it. You you can hear it and you can see it on social media just how much they hate that they lost to Bowling Green last year. They want to get that out of their they want to get that taste out of their mouth. Toledo comes in. I think that's a double digit victory for the Rockets.
0: Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> there we go. Look, that's awesome. Tuesday night, November 14th rivalry game. Love it. Then we get the night or the nightcap, the season, the season ender uh, Tuesday, November 21st, just in time for your Thanksgiving dinner, the Bowling Green Falcons head to Watto stadium to take on the Western Michigan Broncos. This is an upset. Bowling Green gets it done. Bowling Green is going to be a three-point dog, maybe a four-point dog. They pull it out in Kalamazoo. I I think this is going to be a back and forth game. This gives me three wins. I am on the under, and I feel pretty damn good about it. I feel like you could kind of lock this thing up. Anyway, Alex, what are you doing here at Waldo
3: Stadium? Western Michigan gets the win to put me at five. I think a five and seven season for them.
0: For for Western Michigan, you mean?
3: Or no? Or no? Sorry, for Bowling Green. Bowling Green gets the win. Sorry. Okay. Um, Yeah, Bowling Green. It puts them at five and seven. Um, They don't go bowling, but I think Scott left. Scott Leffler retains his job because you know played tough. They gave you know gave a great season. Last this last year was a little bit of an anomaly because you know you 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 really tell me you expect them to beat Marshall after losing in seven overtimes to Eastern Kentucky. I'm sorry. I don't.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's you tell
3: me you're, they're going to beat Miami by four. I don't. So, you know, I think, I think they're going to get a little bit more exposed now that they're so much thinner on defense Their offense is a lot thinner. Western Michigan loses this game. Bowling green takes it. But I think bowling green finishes five and seven does not go bowling.
0: Let me ask you this. What's more likely four and eight or six and six.
3: Now you gotta make me think. I don't like that. (laughs) I think four and eight is more likely. Yeah. Cash this thing. I think, Pat- I think Buffalo or ball state, one of those wins that I have, I think uh, could be an L. I could think be, they drop yeah. one of those and it's a four and eight team
1: Patty C I'm on the same page. Um, I think, you know, you guys talk me out of making them a five and 17 this year. I think they do pull the upset against Western Michigan, um, but even that's generous. Uh, they only won by four last year in the, uh, in Doight. they have to go back on the road to Kalamazoo this year. Could be a revenge spot, so it could be uh, you know a three win if I if I don't think they're capable of any upsets Lock it. here.
0: Don't be a coward. No, don't no, be no. I do yeah. think
1: that, you know Scotty Leffler, and let me let me let me put a little like uh, you know caveat here. My impression of Scotty Leffler is also flavored by what he did following Brian Stein spring at Virginia Tech. Steinspring was the bane of all Virginia Tech fans' existence forever. While they had that magnificent defense, their offense was so vanilla. And we're thinking Leffler's going to come in here and finally be the guy that improves. And they got worse offensively. <laughs> it made Steinspring look like a freaking genius. And I, I was out on Leffler at that point, you know. And then him sucking for the first few years confirmed it to me. But he did surprise me last year. And I have to say that. I think that maybe he's going to have a couple surprises up his sleeve. Does that mean he's going to get to six? Does it mean he's going to go bowling? I don't think so. I think it might be five, but I think what you said at the beginning of the podcast, Alex, four and a half is where I think like you would have to,
0: I, I have him going three and nine and you could talk me into, you could talk me into two and 10. All right. So uh, keep the drinks coming uh, folks. Before we get out of here, uh, before we get out of here, uh, we, I, we, we got a guest who travels around every college football stadium in the land, all 133 FBS schools. And his name is Michael Barker, AKA college football campus tour on Twitter. Here's an, inter- an interview that I did with him. A quick little, quick little interview. So check it out. Joining us on the College Football Experience Bowling Green Falcon 2023 season preview episode is someone that you should be following, folks. Michael Barker. Uh look, some know him as Michael Barker, some know him as College Football Campus Tour on Twitter, which you need to be following at CFB Campus Tour. Hopefully you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com/slash the college experience. Uh Michael, welcome. And and uh thanks for coming on the show
2: absolutely. Thank you for having me. And then we're talking about max schools and, and Bowling green. So uh, they're not just on Tuesday, but we know them for their Tuesday matching games. That's for sure.
0: Tuesday, Wednesday, matching games, the heart of college football, baby. And uh, yeah, Bowling green, Ohio. I call this stadium, the Doit. I don't know that it's actually called that, but uh, I know it's Doit Perry stadium, but the Doit. Doit? Okay. Okay. The Doit. Um, Tell me about your experiences to the Doit.
2: So the Doit in the Mac opened in 1966. 24,000 seat capacity is named after Doit Perry, who was uh, the coach at uh, Bowling Green. He had an amazing records: 77, 11, and 5 as a coach at, Boy- uh, at Bowling Green. Uh, they the biggest crowd ever there. We said 24,000 was 33,527 versus Toledo. In 1983, and Toledo, they have a rivalry. It's called the Battle of I-75. Toledo and Bowling Green are separated just by 20 miles of a stretch of I-75, and uh, that's the one game that you want to go to if if you have only one chance to make it out to the Doak. That's the one you want to catch.
0: Well, that makes sense when I think of Mac football throughout my life. Uh, I know Bowling Green's had a rough patch lately, um, but uh, those two schools. I would be the first two that I mentioned throughout, you know, I can remember back in the nineties with Wasan Tate at Toledo and then uh, Omar Jacobs and everyone at, at, uh, at bowling green, you had urban Meyer, you had, uh, uh, you know, Dave Clawson, just so many uh, really good coaches there. So those two come to mind. I, that would be awesome to catch a rivalry game there. Uh, how was the, So the fan experience when you went pretty awesome, how was the weather?
2: So that the, the, you know, November in the Midwest is going to be cold. That's the way it is. But us stadium travelers, you know, you're the same type of mindset. We want to be out in elements. We want to be outside. So that that's part of the fun. And the game I went to in 2021 was actually the Battle of I-75. It was against Toledo. And it was the the biggest crowd for a weeknight match game that I've seen, you know, in the seven years that I've been doing this, intense college football travel, and it made for a great environment. I've been to some games where people don't show up, but this one was the combination of the rivalry game, but uh, also national TV exposure, and they showed out. Unfortunately, for for Bowling Green, they didn't win, but as far as showing up, getting fans from both sides, it was one of the best environments that I've seen for a MAC uh, weeknight game.
0: There we go, folks. Well, that is awesome. And look, I got to get out to the do. If you're in the Ohio area, what are you doing? Get yourself out to a Bowling Green football game and support support some good college football. Uh, look, folks, you guys need to be following Michael Barker because this guy goes to like 300 games a year. I I I I I know I'm I'm you know embellishing some, but look. He really does do five, six, sometimes seven games a week. If you follow his Twitter account, he has the shot of the day. He'll just show you a bunch of cool stuff that makes college football so awesome and so unique. So please give him a follow. And Michael, thanks for coming on and talking about the Doit.
2: Absolutely, and we know that action is the the foundation of our college football viewing experience in November. And every year they play on the weeknight and give you a chance to go out and check it out. So. Happy to talk about the doit and join you
0: anytime. All right, there we go. The doit, the doit. I need to get there and shout out to Michael Barker. He's the he's the man. He's the man. Uh, go into all these stadiums. All right. Well, look, this is our show. I'm on the under, and I I think this might. You know, we do that that locks season total win or season win total locks episode in August. You might be hearing your boy Dundee lock up uh, Bowling Green.
1: Not a believer, huh?
0: Put that in your pipe and smoke it, Leffler. All right. Uh, No, Uh, Patty C., you're on the under. And, uh, you know, Alex here on the under as well, if you had to. He said five and seven, but he said, like, if you had to lean somewhat, I'm going to go ahead and say he's on the under. Uh, But, you know, what you should be doing is following his podcast. Uh, He is the host of the CSC podcast. That is a, uh, they're on Twitter too. So, uh, you can check them out mm-hmm. at College Sport Pod. It, their, their motto, all maction all the time. Yes, that is awesome. No, he's not talking about Jim McMahon. He's talking about the Mac conference. All right. All maction all the time. It's perfect. And thank you so much, Alex, uh, for, for coming on the show and having us yell at you for an, an hour. We appreciate you. Hey, no, I got to tell you guys, it's, a, it's an honor to chop it up with you boys and, uh, Talked about this conference
3: I love. You know, anything you guys need, give me a shout. We'll uh, we'll try to make it happen. I'm just I'm just excited for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights, man.
0: Yeah, Hell yeah, you. brother. Hell yeah. Folks here coming up. Give Alex a follow yes. and, and let's go. Uh, we're going to cash that under as much as you guys are. Look, don't worry. We're going to cash it. All right. I'm sorry. Bowling green fans. I'm, I'm, an, I'm an honest guy. I'm not supposed to, I, I know I was wrong last year. <laughs> you guys can, can make fun of me all you want. Maybe I'll be wrong this yeah, year. It'll he's be great. opening the door again yeah. for you. There you go. Folks subscribe to the college basketball. I'm mean, sorry. The college football experience, the college basketball experience and the college baseball experience because I host them all. <laughs> all right. And we have the whole team on there. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. When it's college basketball season. I'm here every single day. Day, talking college hoops. So hop on over there. Well, I'm here also talking college football every single day, but the, the difference is it's not bowling green. It's not bowling green every day. We talk college football every day. So just subscribe to all those. And uh, also make sure you give Patty C a follow on Twitter at Patty C831. I'm on Twitter at Colby D. The college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And uh, make sure you check out all of our other stuff sports, gambling, podcast, you know. Me and Patty C also host the USFL gambling podcast. See some well, Mac guys why not there. go to Canton, Ohio, check out the United States football league. i right, be one of those 37 fans. Do it. All right, <laughs> do it. Uh, we want you there. Make it 38. Let's go. All right. And uh, yeah. So uh, also um, yeah. Come talk college football in the discord on one of those Tuesday Maxions, Maxion days. Maybe it's snowing wherever you live. You just, you know, you, or maybe you're at the airport you're just sitting there. You're like, man, I, is anyone else watching this action game? Yes, we are. All right. Discord sports slash discord. We're watching everything. Get on over there. We can talk about everything. Talk about like a badminton game in new Delhi. Get on over there. All right. <laughs> Get on over there folks. So uh, until next time, this is the college football experience, Bowling green Falcon style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.
2: Run,